Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? It's Miss Kanai, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. We outside every day like the weekend. We outside just me and all my girlfriends. We outside, we don't... All right, y'all, so we got the beautiful Miss Kanaya off the porch with us today. Period. Girl, I'm loving the drip. Like, we got Diesel off the porch. We got it. Period. You kept us still, are you really, are you like really into fashion? I'm really into fashion. Don't forget the lubes. Don't forget the Valenci. Don't forget the Lueve. It's No, it's, it's giving. giving. Like, you came. <laughs> it's giving. Now, I really want to talk to you about your upbringing because I know that you're from D.C. Mm -hmm. So what would you say D.C. really teaches you as a woman? I feel it teaches you to be very, very headstrong, which is sometimes like not a good thing because mm -hmm. sometimes you're too headstrong. But it's like you go through so much growing up, being from being from the city, and I'm from like the trenches, like for real. So it's completely different from like being from like, you know, like the suburbs or something like that. So I think it's just you gotta like gotta hold your own weight, right? And you gotta be like strong and like, you know. Yeah. Well, take us through that journey of what it was like for you growing up in an environment like that in DC. Um, it was like I feel like it was hard. Like, I feel like going through trying to figure out who you're trying to become, what you want, it was so many different ways you can go. Like, I was in a gang, you know what I'm saying? I had to figure out, like, is this what I want for my life or do I want to be, like, a bad bitch? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Do I want to be, like, what do I want? Who do I want to become? And it's like you kind of go through all these different trials and tribulations. And our city is, like, it's real, like, uh, how do I say it? It's like sections mm -hmm. so it's just like a lot like it's a lot of like peer pressure it's a lot of just different vibes wow now joining a gang as a woman what is that experience like and more so when it happened was it your environment or was it more so like like influences around you I mean, I feel like joining the gang, one, you're not really like a woman around that time. You're like mm -hmm. a child. You're doing it because you want to look cool. You're doing it because you want to be accepted. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was growing up, it wasn't all this cool shit. It wasn't all this flash shit. It was even like you ready to go. Like you with a TTG, like you train to go. That's that's what made you cool. They didn't care right. about bad bitches. It wasn't bad bitches when I was growing up. It was tough bitches. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's definitely like... That's how you that's how you became cool. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And you ain't know no better. Like I, I was probably like 13, you know? So just trying to figure myself out. Wow, you were so you jumped off the porch at 13. Girl, I jumped off the porch at like nine, child. Wow. <laughs> so what were you say were some really crucial life lessons that you had to learn at an early age? Um, I had to learn that like nobody is gonna teach you. We're not gonna say nobody, but at a young age, I had to learn like you needed to to decide who you want to be, what type of woman you want to be, especially if you don't have like role models, especially mm -hmm. if you don't have anyone to look up to or to teach you how to be a woman. Like you got to teach yourself, and going through those those trials and tribulations, learning how to deal with men and all these different things, like it's really hard. 
It was, well, it was really hard. <laughs> would you say that, you know, having to deal with a lot of men growing up um, and being really headstrong growing up, it's helping you navigate in the music industry right now? Absolutely. Right. I don't let these niggas play with me. Period. At all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, I do want to ask you, um, just for like the younger girls, because, you know, in the midst of social media, it's a lot of influences. And I feel like your story, like you probably have some game to tell the younger girls who may have had to, you know, grow up the way that you did. So what advice would you give them as far as like making it out? One, like for the younger girls, I feel like don't be a follower, be a leader. It's so much cooler to be a leader, so much cooler to be yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't be chasing around these little boys, like figure out what makes you happy at an early age. It don't matter what it is. It don't have to be money. It could be, you know, whatever, like whatever you interested in, but like just focus on being you, that's it. Right. Now, um, you know, with the environment that you did grow up in when you were younger, would you say as you got older, it was a lot of unlearning that you had to do? Man, as I got older, it was so much unlearning I had to do. It was like so much unlearning. Like, it was terrible. <laughs> really? What would you say was like the biggest thing that you had to unlearn? Um, hmm. I would say the biggest thing that I had to unlearn growing up is like, you're not entitled to anything. Nobody's gonna give you anything, and that's family included. Mm-hmm. So, and nobody's gonna make your life easier for you, and right. that's family included. Right. You know, we talked about unlearning. So now I want to get into how music even came about for you. So let's talk about your journey, how you got started and what really inspired you. It's so freaking crazy because I literally been doing music since MySpace music thing. Like MySpace music page since was MySpace? a thing. Literally, like literally. But it was like so much controversy back then. Like, so I kind of like deleted my page and all of that. And I feel like- Wait, what was the controversy? It was like some hood stuff. <laughs> like it was some hood was like shit, hood you know drama. what I'm saying? You know, certain shit, cause like I said, it wasn't bad bitches. It was hood bitches back in the day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of the shit I was saying, like it didn't sit well with a lot of people. So at that time, I was literally, how old was we when we was on MySpace? Like, we were young, from like 12 to probably like, yeah, like 12 to like 14 probably. So I feel like, um, yeah, like with that, it was a lot of controversy and I stopped. And then, you know, I was figuring myself out. I kind of went the fashion route for a while. And then I just had an epiphany like, okay, like a lot of people like me. A lot mm -hmm. of people like, you know what I'm saying? how I look, what I put on, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, damn, let me get them something to really attach me to. Let me attach myself to a brand. Let me attach myself to something mm -hmm. for, for like the people that support me. So it made me, I feel like God give you like, it make everything like full circle. Right. So it just came back, so yeah. Now, when you first started making music, I want to go all the way back to MySpace, though. Like, what were you rapping about? Girl, when I was making music for MySpace, I was rapping about hood shit. <laughs> I was rapping about who ain't from over here, man, who ain't So that's this. where the drama, that's, that's the real, drama that's that's real shit. Like, that's yeah. real shit. It ain't this, it ain't this fake cool shit. <laughs> you was really rapping about what you've been through. I'm telling you. Wow. And so whenever you were, did music become like therapeutic for you during that time? Like MySpace time? I would say even MySpace time, even till now. 
I think right now music is very therapeutic for me. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like my escape. You know what I'm saying? Over the course of time, it's, it's became a really, it's like a passion, it's my passion. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I can go there, I can escape, I can release. If I'm going through something, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of what the situation is, I can go to the studio and kind of just like do my thing and feel a little bit lighter when I leave. What challenges would you say that you face on your grind, even as an emerging artist, especially coming out of DC though? Hmm, I feel like, just emerging as an artist, the challenges I probably faced were probably like connection. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you knew where I was from, you would understand what I mean. Like, I'm different. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? The type of music I make is different. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people from DC, it's like, it's a vibe. It's really about the hood. It's really about that round away. And I've kind of been not that for so long. I'm, I'm more like pop. You know what I'm saying? I'm more like pop rap. I'm more like, I want to take this shit to the moon. You know what I'm saying? So it's really hard to connect with the people I grew up with. It's really hard to connect with the industry in DC, even though a lot, like, a lot of people support me and I'm forever appreciative of that. But it's hard to connect with them when I'm not talking to them or they feel like I'm not talking to them when I'm making my music. Right. Now, who would you say, I would actually, I would say like, what type of impact would you want your music to leave when people listen to it? Hmm. I feel like I want my music to make like, I want my music to work for any setting. Mm -hmm. Like if you heartbroken, I want you to be able to listen to this and feel like, empowered you know what i'm saying if you a go-getter i want empowerment that's what it is if you a go-getter if you if you about your money if you about shitting on niggas or however it go like i just want you to be empowered by everything that i put out because i'm a very versatile artist mm -hmm. now before you started taking your music career really serious well right before what were you doing i was a fashion stylist really yeah Wow. Mm -hmm. So with fashion styling, did you do that and you kind of thought like... If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Dang, I kind of miss like pursuing music like full time. Um, well, the styling was before music. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel like that, but I feel like I'm still in love with fashion. And that's like, for me, music isn't just music. Music is everything for me because I feel like it can take you so many places. It's branding, it's fashion housing, it's, it's acting. It's so, it's so much more than music. And I feel like I'm that girl for that. I'm that girl for all of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm loving it. I mean, ooh, I said bitch, but <laughs> You better talk your shit on this porch, okay? Period. <laughs> now, I do want to ask, what would you say is the song that really gave your buzz throughout the city? It's so crazy because I feel like my song that gave me the most buzz was the very first song I put out. And it was a freestyle to Craig Smack Flavor in Your Ear. And it went viral on Twitter. And uh -huh. it was like... I could be like anywhere, like people would know, like, oh, you made that song, this was you. Obviously I had other records that's done really, really well, but I feel like nothing, and, and actually when the, the video and the, you know what I'm saying, the record went viral, that's kind of what made me feel like, 
oh yeah, this is, this is, it was meant for me to do this. It was meant for me to start back doing this. So I don't feel like nothing has had the impact of that. Other mm -hmm. than like my freestyles, I do freestyles a lot. Like, and those do really well as well. They get a lot of like recognition, but I think it's probably the freestyle for sure. Now, what would you say your grind has looked like so far? My grind? Mm-hmm. I feel like my grind is like, it's like tailored to me. It just, it just depends. I feel like everything ain't for everybody. I feel like I take my time when I feel like I need to take my time. I step on them when I feel like I need to step on them. It just mm -hmm. depends on how I'm feeling. Like my grind is tailored to me. So. And do you ever feel any type of pressure when it comes to you being a woman in the industry? Pressure like? As far as pressure like your music, do you, have you ever felt that you needed to rap a certain type of way to grab an audience, you know? It's so crazy because the very first time like I dropped my record that I was telling you about, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, my very first record, um, like I said, it went viral, whatever. After that, it was so many like people that's in our industry in DC that kind of they wanted to manage me. They wanted to do this, you know. You know how it be when they feel right. like somebody popping. But everybody wanted me to be somebody that I wasn't, and they also and I won't even say that I wasn't. I feel like I'm that person now, but they wanted me to grow in a way that's only natural. You know what I'm saying? It's when you're when you're doing music and you're really serious about it and you're good at it, because I'm good at it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it takes time to get to a certain point. You can't just hop from A to B. You have to, it's it's no shortcuts. You gotta put it in them 10,000 hours. Like you really gotta do that shit. So I feel like people wanted me to be this person straight out the gate just because something went viral, which really didn't make sense to me. Because yeah. if this went viral, why you want me to go that way? So. I feel like just listening to you, like I can tell, but you know, people that are truly different, when I say truly different, like you see it on them, you can tell by how they talk, they walk, like they carry the whole aura of like themselves. I feel like those people always have the hardest time, like when it comes to breaking out as an artist because they're not used to that. Yeah. And I just really want to know, like, what has been your motivation that no matter how people have tried to box you, in, box you in, you've always managed to just break out and be successful with it. I feel like my motivation for kind of like not stopping and making sure, like, I think it's really just, I know I'm good. I know I'm just as good as a lot of people that a lot of motherfuckers look up to or they listening to now, maybe mm -hmm. even better, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it just gotta be heard by the right person. Right. You know what I'm saying? It took me a long time to get to the point to be like, like you really good at this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can feel like you good or you know, yeah. you know how I go. It, it takes time to kind of really build that confidence and be like, no, nah, I'm not, I'm not, it ain't nothing that's gonna waver how I feel like I'm that like, Period. You know right. what I'm saying? So I feel like wholeheartedly, I've really never met nobody that don't like me, that don't like my music, or don't feel like it's potential there. So it's kind of like, that's my motivation. Like, I know I'm good. Like, I hear the shit that come out. I can do better than that. Period. I know that's <laughs> right. Now, um, I want to talk to you about your dynamic with Gunu. Rest in peace, Gunu. He, Rest in I got peace, to Gunu. interview him, and when I say 
he was the coolest. We was talking about Frank Ocean. Like, I was like, oh my God, I really like you. So just go into that dynamic and how the city was affected with the loss of him. So it's so crazy because he reached out to me for like, I want to say like five years ago. And you know what I'm saying? We got cool, you know what I'm saying? We was really, really close. Like we would talk on the phone every day. And I would always just give him like words of encouragement because he's, it's like I was saying earlier, I feel like he was affected by our environment. Like DC, DMV is ver it's treacherous. You know what I'm saying? I used to always just be like, you a star, like you've been a star, like move, do this, get like, get out, you know? And he would always be like, I want to, like, I really, really do. But the dynamic was like, we were like best friends, but it was almost like I was his big sister though. Right. Sometimes his mom, but his big sister majority of the time. But his, you know, his passing was very like, I feel like it was hard for everybody because he is one of the few people that's, that really was on a way, that really had real fans, real impact. You know, so it's hard because DC has a really, really smart, small market. Right. You know, so when we lose so many of the good ones, whether it's to jail or to death, it's hard. Yeah. Oh, what type of mindset would you say that you have to have to not get sucked into the environment and really go chase your dreams in DC? Damn, the mindset you gotta have to really chase your dreams in DC is like, you gotta have a dream. <laughs> like. First of all, like you gotta really have a dream and really want more. Like you can't get content with what's out there. You can't get content with like our industry or like our nightlife. You gotta really be thinking like years ahead, miles ahead, like, yeah. Man, and for you, like what did that look like? It was like, I feel like I was alienated. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, I stepped away from that environment so long ago. And DC is, is just a certain way, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, like the DMV, we got Rico Nasty, you know what I'm saying? She's obviously different. She had to go through what she went through as well, but it ain't till you pop off from being different that they fuck with you. It's like, if you ain't hood or you ain't doing this or you ain't that, it ain't really no space for you. Right. And you were able to really create that space for yourself and for yeah. others. That's so dope, man. That's really dope. 100%. And speaking of DC, Shy Glizzy. Now, <laughs> I got to ask, were you ever able to collaborate with him? I actually was able to collaborate with Shy. Let's talk about it. Um, it was a dope opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, we was in LA. You know, we went to the studio. We cooked up some fire. I think he's... So great. I think he's like one of the best that come from our city. And honestly, I'm just waiting for him to drop the record. Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, I know that's gonna be hard because I got to listen to your music too and you hard. Thank you. <laughs> Tell him quit playing, like drop that right Man, He there. need to drop that shit. <laughs> we, we gonna drop this shit. Drop that shit, nigga, stop playing so much. Now, <laughs> speaking of collaborations, you also got to, got to work with my girls, Miss Tissipity and Chenny. We got to talk about that. How did you guys, well, how were you guys even able to connect with each other? Well, connecting with Enchanting, it kind of went through my uh, my PR. His name is Ahmad. Mm -hmm. um, he connected us, connected, um, you know, got it 
so that we can do the feature, do the video and stuff like that, all the logistics. And then um, she flew out to DC. So that was actually like a really pretty dope experience. She was super cool, super down to earth. Um, it was fun. Yeah, I would love to collaborate with her again. Wow, did you guys get to record like with each other in the studio? No, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But you know, it was the video was, I feel like it was good. Now the rap girlies, y'all are taking over like somebody actually I forgot who it was but they was like I need men to make more hits because the girls like y'all got me singing all these songs Period. but y'all are really taking over and as a woman that's doing this rap shit how does it feel for you in this moment as a who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Woman, like right now, I feel like I feel empowered. I feel like women are doing so well right now. I feel like it's more women out right now than it mm. is men that's doing their thing at a like national level. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just feel like unstoppable with so many people that's out before me that's doing what needs to be done, creating space for me. So I just feel good. Like I feel. Optimistic. Now, throughout your journey, you've also got to attend the Grammys, like Billboard, all of those things. So talk about how those opportunities even came your way. Um, it's so crazy. It's like the Grammys, the Billboards, all of that stuff. Honestly, being fly. <laughs> like right. literally like, you know, I live in LA now. So mm. being fly, like that's like a big thing. Being fly anywhere is a big thing. Cause a lot of people like, you know what I'm saying? They might, they might think they fly, right. but people are attracted to certain things. So I feel like I just was handed a lot of opportunities and, you know, I'm just very appreciative of them. But the Grammys, the Billboards, the BET Awards, damn, where else? Of BET. Radio. That shit was dope. Dang, like, did you ever imagine yourself being able to just even come across the people that you have and to go to events like these when you were younger? No. I rem like, this is so crazy. I remember growing up, like, real life Googling how to become famous. Really? At <laughs> like nine. <laughs> Didn't even know what that shit meant. Cause you know, back then it was so exclusive, but now it's so right. like, not exclusive. It's kind of like, damn, I don't even, you know, it's like, whatever now. <laughs> like, Wow. Now you dropped a single this year titled Outside. So talk to us about that and the inspiration with that song. So my single Outside, I was literally in the house. It was probably May when I wrote it. I wrote it in like eight minutes. A guy sent me a beat and I was feeling it. It was happy, it was positive. And you, you know, actually it was right when Glorilla dropped FNF. And I said, you know what? I need to drop like the sister or the cousin to FNF mm -hmm. because I love FNF. I be, what? <laughs> Fuck nigga free for real, you hear me? But um, I felt like, Cause I'm a vic I'm like, I'm guilty of that as well. We always putting out music like, fuck this nigga, fuck that. I feel like, let me give something that's positive. That mm -hmm. girls can still feel like, let me put this shit on while we on our way to the club. Like, let us go get mimosas. Let me feel like a bad bitch without feeling like, I gotta bring a nigga in, in this mix to make it feel like something. No, I'm just that bitch off the rip. And I'm, and I'm happy. I'm having my way. Like, mm -hmm. so that's literally where outside came from. 
So, I'm gonna put you on the spot, girl, because the last EP you dropped was Love It or Hate It. <laughs> so, when are we getting a new EP? Man, honestly, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm in that mode right now where, like, I'm just having fun with creating singles, with creating, you know, different shit, just exploring and maximizing my talents. I just want to do singles and videos. And we in an era where, like, Motherfuckers ain't really listening to albums. They not really listening to EPs. I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? That's actually very Like, we true, in a single yeah. type of era. It's like, drop that shit, let it catch some heat, put out a visual, and that's it type of vibe. Which mm. is unfortunate, because I, obviously I wouldn't mind doing a project, but it's like I would rather just put my energy and like focus on singles and singles and singles. Yes, I love that. So what's been your inspiration lately as far as creating your singles? Um, my inspiration for creating my singles lately have been like, what do you want to be proud of when you get on? Because I'm going to get on, but what are you going to be proud of when so many people find you, they find your old work, they go and listen to it. Like, are, how are you going to feel when people playing this? Mm -hmm. Like, how are you going to feel when it's like you hearing it? Like, because, you know, sometimes like when I was first doing music, that shit like, Listening to yourself over and over, that should be like, <laughs> come on, turn that shit off. Really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now I'm at that point where I'm making music. I'm like, now turn that shit up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's, that's where it starts. You right. know what I'm saying? You got to really know your craft and really believe in yourself and really know this shit is good to be like, man, turn that shit up. Mm -hmm. yeah, so, yeah. Do you feel like you're really kicking down the doors for women like you to come into this industry? Yeah, I feel like I'm definitely kicking down doors for women like me, but I feel like so much women before me has kicked down so many doors. Right. And it's like, let me ice skate through this motherfucker and then let me create another door. Right. <laughs> and um, do you feel like you've ever been taken advantage of, well, as a woman by the men that are in the industry? Do I feel like I was ever taken advantage of from niggas in the industry? Yeah. No. Like, I would, like, fuck no. Right. And it's because, like, I'm really, like, having my way. Like, I'm really walking circles. Not you pulling out I'm the really, bed. like, I'm really hurt. <laughs> like, niggas can't take advantage of me. If anything, I'm taking advantage of niggas. You, like, gotta, you gotta show the stats, because this was, this was happening. A nigga can't take advantage of me. I got the motion, I got what's going on. With, like, what? It ain't really nothing going on. Like this time, this time coming. So, girl, it's curious. it's big bands, big bags, Always. big Kanaya off the porch with us. <laughs> Before we wrap up, do you have any last words or any advice for women who are struggling with their confidence when it comes to their music and just them as an artist as a whole? For women that's literally struggling to find like confidence within their music. Find your sound. Don't chase a sound that's out. Don't feel like, oh, people don't like that. These motherfuckers like whatever's new. These motherfuckers gonna like, like you don't know what they're gonna like. So just literally be yourself. Don't feel like you gotta be anybody else or be like someone else to fit in. Do you, like, period. Mm -hmm. We outside every day like the weekend We outside just me and I'm